Radio Tiny House is on the air. Good morning and welcome to episode five of Radio Tiny House. It's morning where we are. I'm here with my beautiful and wonderful co-host and wife. Awake this time. Awake this time, yes. A um, little chilly here today, but kind of close and muggy feeling. I don't know. I don't know. I think it feels fabulous. It's uh, a fall day <clears throat> in the mountains. Who can go wrong there? <laughs> yeah, well, it is going to be a little warm for this time of the year for us. Uh, last time uh, I looked back at uh, Time Hop, which is a great thing. You ought to have the app on your phone. Uh, it takes your Facebook posts and puts them all is in one place. Is this a sponsored place. post not, by Time sponsored Hop? Post. We are not sponsored by, <laughs> by Time, Time Hop. Hop. But um, it takes all your pictures and, and your posts, and uh, you can look at them for as long as you've been a member of, of Facebook, and puts them, it puts them all in one easy to, to find and use place. And uh, yesterday uh, it said that uh, I had posted a year ago that we had had uh, our all of the heat on in our house because it was rather chilly. And last night we had the air conditioning on because it was just kind of close feeling. So anyway, welcome. Don't know what time it is where you are, where we are. It's a beautiful, sunny, slightly crisp uh, fall morning. So welcome to the show. I uh, hope you enjoy it. I hope you've got your coffee or your bourbon or whatever it is you're drinking at this time of day. And um, let's go forward. So the first thing we wanted to talk about this morning um, was housing costs or well, continue I'm, to go up? Yeah, I you know I think we talked about it this on our last episode that um, lumber has gone through the roof, so to speak. Right, and we had to do a project. Um, we really felt it. We had to do a project. We have three goats and now a great peer, and we were trying to integrate the two of them. Um, so we decided to take um, our pallet shed, and a lot of people are interested in building with pallets, and let me just say, don't do it. <laughs> and we'll talk about that someday, but we built a pallet shed early on. It was the first thing, actually, on yeah, our property. Yeah, it was the first building here. We've always been here. Five, well, we closed. I'm sorry. My notifications are on on my uh, iPad, and it's dinging. That's, I apologize. That, that's a MacBook. Pro, oh, what, that's right, right. <laughs> well, okay, it's morning. Anyway, they're dinging and I don't have time to turn them off. Um, but we have a pallet shed and we um, wanted to integrate the goats and the dog. Uh, it was time. And so we went and just bought some 12-foot two-by-fours. And, oh, my gosh, they were seventeen sixty-five dollars yep. piece. Ridiculous. And um, to just to put this little half wall with five boards was almost $100. So I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. How are people going to be able to afford um, building their houses? So, of course, tiny houses use less lumber, which is one of the reasons we are interested in the situation. Um, we know that they are better on the planet. We know that they are more cost-effective because you're not building the square footage. But even so, many people do ha um, tiny houses because of the savings, cost savings. Right. And so if you have a budget and then your lumber is twice or three times what you thought your build was going to be, that's going to really add to the cost. So uh, we do, there is a prediction by some of the people in the know, and of course, you know, who, who are they? But the people in the know that say that they think by spring, things will start coming down. Now, here's the thing. If we keep having fires in California, hurricanes in the, co uh, the, Gulf, the Gulf Coast, 
And I think we're finally almost past hurricane season. Almost, yes. Yay. Uh, we're going to the beach. We are. Post-hurricane season. And, and staying in a tiny home. And staying in a tiny home. We're excited about that. We'll be doing a video about that. But anyway, um, so I don't know what um, the if it's really going to go down. So obviously you're going to have to plan judiciously. This was going to be the year of the porches for me. And I don't know if I'm getting porches or not. We'll just have to see what the costs are like. Well, porches... That's all lumber. Yeah, that's exactly it's right. It's not only lumber, it's pressure-treated Pressure-treated lumber. lumber, which is more expensive. So who knows? But we'll, you know, we'll keep you updated on well, that. Well, and, and, you know, honestly, that's one of the reasons why we chose to do a shed home, because we can control the cost of the construction a little bit more, because everything that was included in the purchase price. I mean, we, we did make a of couple of upgrades. Yeah, of the shell. Yeah, right. We did go from 2x4 construction to 2x6 construction. We changed the pitch of the roof. We did some other things. Um, that we've talked about before. Right. Um, but we can always talk about them again. Oh, sure. And, and you know, <laughs> we went with Tough Shed um, for a couple of different reasons. Um, number one, their warranty. Number two, they're tied in with Home Depot, and Home Depot backs everything they do. Um, number three, they were here. We didn't know a whole lot about uh, the Shed to Home movement or who was... Um, you know, manufacturers in our area. We were shed livers before shed living was cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've been in our house for three years and started the project probably three and three quarter years ago. So, um, yeah, you know, we were um, we were in it early from um, from a, a cabin shed kind of thing. There may mm -hmm. have been people in the drag and drop, not drag and drop, but drag and drop shed category. Um, but for us, it was, you know, we knew exactly what the, the build-out cost was going to be from the time we wrote the check for the, for the, to purchase the, the tough shed, we knew what it was going to cost. And it was going to cost in that because we had already worked out, um, all of our, our, our upgrades and changes and the, the things that we wanted to have tough shed do. So that was all built into that cost, which was nice because I know a lot of people do things, uh, a little bit at a time. And the, the challenge, of course, when you do that is that you don't know if we're going to have fires or a pandemic or a hurricane that's going to jack those prices of those building costs up. So if you can do it, make sure you, you when you buy a, a shed, whether it's Tough Shed or anybody else, um, do it up front. Get that at least the the structure paid for as best you can. And that way you don't have to, to pick at it and um, continue to wait for, for more money as prices continue to well, escalate. Well, if you need to do that, you need to do that. We well, did that yeah, on sure. Tiny House 1. We did. We built we, it as we went. Yep. We built it as we went. We paid for it as we went. We'd like, oh, we need more of this and more of that. And so when you're buying that way, you, first off, you're not getting – we we ended up getting pro discount thing at Home Depot. Right. But there's a huge cost savings if you go buy a whole bunch of rolls of this or a whole bunch of pieces of that. When you're building at Home Depot, well, well, if you're building tiny, you may or may not be able to uh, garner those pr uh, lower prices. Right. We weren't able to when we were buying insulation. I'm like, if we could buy more, it would be cheaper. But then what would we have done with it? But anyway, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you can, you know, it's it's a kind of a cat 22. Do you buy it all at once? Can you, if you can, if you can afford it, chop it in, dart it, get it done. 
Um, and that's what we chose to do. The other thing is we had built Tiny House One. We knew what it was like to build piece by piece. Right. And we didn't want to do that anymore. So well, someday we'll talk a little bit more about Tiny House One. But our daughter does live in Tiny House One. So we do kind of respect her privacy. And, of course, this is a shed kind of we focus on shed building although that's a tiny house if you want right. to call it that again we we stretch it our tiny houses are around 700 square feet each um but they feel small to us and um uh we think um reflect the movement so but that's our house kind of how we no matter to what it. size it is is legitimately a shed, a home. shed home. <laughs> right may not be super tiny but right. it's a shed home well i'm thankful it's not super tiny yeah because you'd get on my nerves <laughs> <laughs> I do. Listen, I, I got I when we lived in a three thousand square foot house, I got on her nerves. Well, so you know, know that's you know. life. <laughs> a lot of people say, "How can you live so close together?" And I'm like, "It's the same as living farther apart. That, yeah, <laughs> you just might have more interactions." Uh, but so yeah, what, what are the, that kind of leads us into since we're talking about building, kind of leads us into the next uh, next topic, which is um, uh, kind of become a forte of Beth's. Um, when she went into this shed building, tiny home building thing, she kind of went all in. Yeah, and she, I'm the nerd here she, about all this. But of course, she's been—I mean, uh, she's been talking tiny since. Uh, well, since I won't tell you the exact year. No, but yes, the year we that we met, ladies never speak of these uh, things. The, right, the year that we met, she was interested in tiny houses and alternative living, and so she's been thinking about this for. Years. A long time. Let's just a say long years. Time. And then when Pinterest came out, you know, well, for, I'd been educating myself a long time. And right. then Pinterest came out, and I was like a super duper Pinterest user. I never put anything on Pinterest. Well, I had a whole bunch of boards, but I never really used that for, like, some people have gotten themselves famous on Pinterest. I didn't do that. I was a, a pinner. And I was such an um, early adopter that Pinterest asked me to do several study, I mean, um, test things. Right. Because I was pinning. And what was I pinning? Tiny, Tiny houses, houses, shed looking homes. They weren't shed homes necessarily, but I love the, you know, that little kid shape of a roof, a pitched roof with a little shape. I just like really simple, salt boxy looking houses. And then when I saw, you know, the one at Home Depot, I didn't know anybody else was building and living in sheds. Right. I, I didn't, I mean, I hadn't seen any of those on Pinterest really. I'd seen small houses, but at that time I hadn't seen that. So, anywho, but we had built Tiny House One. We have a picture of, what it's finally going to look like. We're still in transition with that one because we want big porches on it. And porches are expensive. Um, and as you're li living mortgage-free, then, uh, you know, you have to think about it and save and figure out what you're going to do with the next thousands of dollars you have. And it's not always to build porches, even though they'd be lovely to have. Right. So at some point, um, we'll work on that one too. But um, anyway, the cost of lumber is going to hit us a little bit. I think Barry was leading so, into the building legal I, I thing. I was, but I just wanted to kind of step back a minute and say that um, I've only been on Pinterest once. Right. And I tried I, to get that, him on like a cigars or something. I, I but... developed a, a cigar, what is it called, a board? Yeah, it's a, a, board. a, a cigar board. And um, my our eldest granddaughter. Who was about 10 at the time. Yeah, took my phone over and created her own Pinterest thing. So now I get updates and pictures and of, notifications of, of teenage girl things of, of her Pinterest page. Yes, it's yeah. uh, it's been a, a lot of fun. So anyway, yeah, we, we wanted to lead into building legal because right. that is your. I mean, that's one of her her fortes. She knows almost everything there is to know. Although she's not a builder technically, um, we did build tiny house one, but um, 
she knows she's an encyclopedia of knowledge about this. So I'm going to turn it over to Beth because uh, the way I know how to build legal is to, to do what Beth says. To do what Beth says. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Honey, do that. Don't do that. Um, yeah. So, you know, I did a we do I do host a Facebook group. It's about 1500 people. Um, in our group, it's growing rapidly every day. We grow by 30 or 50 people. And that's exciting because we want other people to have the chance to experience what we've experienced. Um, and honestly, it's hard. It's a hard road to hoe to be different. Um, you know, uh, when you're, especially when you're trying to figure out how to traverse, traverse all of the challenges that come with this you have to have the right land you have to follow all the right codes for your and everybody's like can i build a house in tennessee a tiny house in tennessee or or colorado or whatever the answer is maybe you have to do your research you have to figure out what your county wants um you have to figure out all the details about how that's going to sit on your foundation how you're going to plummet how you're going to whatever some places will and won't let you do certain kinds of solar or like Florida, if you have a solar house, solar on your house, they'll condemn you, your house. Right. They won't even let you be. Hang on, I got a cough. <coughs> oh, I didn't bring water up. That was not smart. This cough was brought to you by. by yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so you just, you really don't know. But I, um, I did talk about this in our tiny home group. And in that, I created um, a PDF. So you guys can also get started now. Of course, the PDF that I've created just gets you started because every community, every township, every county is different. Um, and, of course, we start at the county level usually. So um, I've, uh, I'm have i going to give it to Barry, and he's going to make it available to you guys. Um, so if you want to just send in an email or is that what yeah, you can you send an do? email to um, radiotinyhouse at gmail.com. And he'll make sure you get the building legal PDF that we have um, that can get you started on um, your your journey. And then, of course, we're going to call our sponsor, our Facebook group, Tiny, yes, Houses, Tiny Houses Shed, Shed Homes. Homes. You can always also jump in there, and it is in that uh, Facebook group. And um, we'll put I'll put an announcement in there at the top, so if people get there, they can kind of easily get to that uh, PDF if they want it. But basically, it's just telling you how to do it and how we did it and um, get you started. And then, of course, we, you know, we hope you'll continue listening to what we have to say on the podcast. <laughs> right. I mean, well, you know, I mean, that's yes. what we're here for. Uh, we, yeah. Uh, and, that's right. uh, you know, and then the, the group. And then we're also, should we tell them what else? Or sure. Let's, while, you're, while you're on a roll. Exactly. <laughs> um, we're starting a YouTube channel and um, we are going to be... Um, Inviting other uh, tiny house and shed dwellers to um, send us their video or we'll go host uh, host ourselves there. We're probably going to have a little different format than some of the other ones you've seen. Um, we're probably not going to, especially because of COVID, we're not going to be, you know, perusing through people's houses. But we'll be doing a, sort of a, a virtual version of that um, because there's so much out there and it's so much fun to see what other people are doing. In fact... For Christmas, I'm doing a hive mind, and I'm getting a bunch of people to sh- send me their fireplace videos, and we're going to have a fireplace, a tiny, tiny home, home fireplace video for you for Christmas. So that's going to be fun. Anyway, um, so lots of things going on. We're excited about what we've been doing, and we've thought about this for a long time, and 
Barry's always said, well, I think tiny homes might be a fad. They are not. They are growing well, me, well, every single day. The just need say, is growing. I, I said that a couple of years ago. Well, when it, when it first started picking up, and I thought, nah, I was this like, is oh just no, be contraire. And now I have, of course, completely changed my mind. Because <laughs> you should have listened I, to me. I don't. Yes, I should have. <laughs> yes, dear. Um, there you go. Well but, done. But it's obviously not a fad. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think that the tiny house movement is uh, is still growing. And I think the shed to home. I think that's movement really where it's landed. I think people can see themselves. Some people can't see themselves living tiny. And honestly, I'll see people say, "I've got ten dogs and six kids. How can I go tiny?" I'm like, "Please don't do that to yourself. <laughs> that would be really hard." But um, but you could do a shed home, right? You know, um, there are many shed homes that are. We have two full stories because ours is a shed home, but built on site. Um, but uh. You know, you can do, you can make shed homes big enough to house your brood and still do it in a reasonable cost. Now, some there are people that do it cheaper. Right. There are people that do it. I mean, you just have to figure out which is the best one for you. And our, our two-story shed home is, um, again, it's a tough shed home, and it's very solid. It doesn't blow in the wind. It doesn't. Nope. There's no noise when the wind blows. We got uh, a metal roof thinking we'd be able to listen to the rain on the roof, and we have so much insulation in the attic, we can't, we can't hear, hear anything. <laughs> but We hear it hit the windows. Right. Oh, is it raining outside? Oh, so, and by, um, I think I said this before, but the inspector came, and they were amazing to work with uh, here in our county. And um, Because they knew we were trying to do it right, and we knew we weren't trying to skirt things. We were trying to build a safe home. In fact, we upgraded lots of things that we wouldn't have been able to get when we had if we had bought a builder's home. Uh, right. That's exactly right. But- um, he came in and he said, listen, Beth, I'm like, what? What am I hearing? He said, nothing. This house is so quiet. And part of that's because we've got super insulation. We have a double siding, which isn't another story in itself. But uh, you can't hear anything in our house. So, I, But I digress. Um, but so you pick what you want to do and you pick your battles. And right. you pick, you know, sometimes you go, oh, I could do that cheap or I could do that well. Which one do you want? You know, so... You know, it gives you, and the, the other thing somebody in one of my groups says, I didn't know there was going to be so many decisions to make. <laughs> it's true. You have to decide everything. And that can be somewhat overwhelming um, for you if you have to decide between sinks and faucets and insulation and what size walls to put in. I mean, you know, there's, there are a lot of decisions. So we, we do try to help folks in our uh, Facebook group, or of course, you can always email us. Um, at radiotinyhouse at gmail.com. There you go. Good job. <laughs> at radiotinyhouse at gmail.com. That's his voice actor voice. No, uh, not really. That was no, he's just, was my... <laughs> he's not awake enough to be voice actor. You know, that's Barry's job. He's a voice actor. But anyway, um, so that's enough of that. Well, I wanted to just say this because I'm not a building legal expert. Although some of some of Beth's knowledge does eventually wear off on me, uh, it took Thank a couple God. of years for that to <laughs> practice to start. But um, so for for me, I just want to add that you know the first first step, obviously, in uh, designing and building any home, whether it's a tiny house or a shed home or or just a you know, you're working with a builder in a subdivision is is to, of course, want to do it, have that desire the, and have the mindset if you're going tiny or if you're uh, 
building a shed home or going to have a shed home built for you, you've got to have the, the proper mindset because things are different. I mean, it's different than just living in a subdivision somewhere. Well, that was the point, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is the point. Um, but the second thing is um, that the in, in the whole building process, the very first thing you've got to do is talk to your planning commission. Or permitting, or whatever permitting, it's called in your county. Whether it's the city or the county or whatever. Uh, because you don't want to be in a position of having purchased a, a you know a thirty thousand dollar piece of property or more um, and then or less I mean you could go less um, and then put a well in it and come to find out you can't build what you want to build there right. so make or you sure can't put septic there or right whatever. your very first step is to your your planning committee or your building committee whatever they call it and then go from there. But so, that's all on my document that's that they all, can get from that's me. That's all on the document that, that if you want that, uh, send me an email to radiotinyhouse <laughs> at gmail.com, and we'll get that out to you. So uh, our sponsor, Beth already said, is is her, uh, well, our, I guess. She's more involved than I am. Um, uh, group on Facebook, which is um, Tiny Houses Shed Homes, uh, where we talk about all kinds of stuff. All kinds of fun stuff. All right, we need to skip on because soon we're going to be invaded. Yes, soon. We get invaded every morning, um, well, every time we do the podcast. If we did it on Sunday, I guess we wouldn't get invaded. True. No, we would. We'd get invaded earlier. Um, But we uh, have a studio in the back of our office. Our podcast studio is located back here. And uh, the front part of the show office is used for homeschooling our grandkids. And it's a show office because it's a shed office. Right, Yes. Yes. It's One a, day I just couldn't get it all out, so yes, it became a shop. office. So anyway, the next thing that um, we want to talk about is, is you know, some news stories that are just having an impact on not just tiny houses, but on, on, on building them, but uh, people that live in them. So um, Hurricane Delta is the third Most recent major one. hurricane to hit the, uh, the Gulf Coast this year. And uh, there are a couple of more on the pipeline. Don't know where they're going to go yet. Um, and they may just die out. Um, but they're not hurricanes yet. They're tropical storms. But um, Beth is uh, one of our group members is a gentleman and his wife. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they live in Louisiana. And they live in a absolutely beautiful shed home. Um, and... Um, we don't have they been were they impacted by the hurricane they, delta they have been done fine but we want to talk them first off their house is gorgeous so we're going to um put them on our facebook live um i know facebook lives on sunday evenings so i'm now starting as much as i can to host some of the folks uh that are in the shed movement but um scott also builds uh he did not from what I understand, he didn't build the shell of this. They just did the inside. But it is a beautiful. Um, and it's what I call a drag and drop. It's like what we're in right now. Ours is 12, I think it's 12 by 32 if you count the front porch. Right. Um, uh, we got this when we were trying to work at home and build a house and live in a camper. And we had to have something else. So we've been finishing it out slowly. And we're finishing out the front uh, homeschool area. It's just not done yet. But anyway, not done enough for for pretty pictures. But Scott has done this shape building. It's a lofted barn. Mm -hmm. And um, he and his wife um, are going to be on our Facebook group. But we're also going to see if he will agree to um, let us use some of that for the podcast. Um, So you can hear about how they weathered Hurricane Delta. Delta. 
Um, but also, he was a bit impacted by, is it Laura? What was the one? The other uh, bigger one. I get them all confused. Yeah, I think Laura, it was Laura, which hit Lake Charles. We used to live in Louisiana, near where Scott lives. So uh, these places are near and dear to us. And we have lots of friends and family. Well, not family, but we have lots of friends there. So it'll be interesting to hear his perspective. People always talk about, oh, I walked into a tough shed at Home Depot and it was all wobbly, whatever. Well, first off, those aren't on foundations. And, and, and second off, they're, they're those just display are, models. Those are display models. And third, thirdly, we uh, upgraded our tough shed to make it into a code-built home. So you can't really compare that. Right. So um, the point is that we've we've weathered 78-mile-an-hour winds here. I say 90 because we live kind of up a hill, and we get some big gusts. So it may not have been all the way 90, but pretty close. So, you know— People worry that sheds aren't going to stand up to that. And so we're going to put that to bed when we talk to Scott from Louisiana. Um, and we're going to have him on here two weeks from now. Right. If he'll agree. I think he will. Uh, yeah, I think he'll agree. I, you know, it's um, people people who have built a beautiful home that is part of uh, a shed home yeah. Kind of thing. They they like to talk about it, or I do. Yeah, well, you know, we went viral, and we were like, whoa, look at that. Oh, no, there's somebody else. Oh, this is exciting. We have all these different people, and we'll talk about that. Um, we're going to put that partly in our... Um our video too that we're putting up, we're putting together about our house. Our introductory YouTube video will be um, a little about, bit about our story right. in our house. But um, you know, we we have I don't know now. Well, the last time I looked, one hundred and seventy one thousand shares of our house right. on one blogger. Right, and we've had at least five different blogs and bloggers. articles written on our. Uh, our I can't talk this morning. We've had five blogs written about our yeah. about our shed home. Well, that's, you know, to all that being said is that when you do something like or this more. and you go through this, you're so proud of what you've done. So um, we are. Uh, we, you know, I always dreamed about doing something like that, but I never really knew that I could. And as you, as we know, dreams are hard. So um, the work, it's easy to dream it. The work can be hard to get right. in there. But anyway, that's pretty much, uh, I think, kind of where we are today. We're talking about, um, you know, tiny house weather. The reason we have tiny house weather on this podcast is that Barry is the biggest weather geek. He has weather apps all over his phone. He watches the weatherman every day. Uh, I used to. I don't watch the news anymore. So that's, that's true. Hard Thank to do. the maker. Um, but yeah, um, but we do, you know, weather impacts us um, next week. We'll talk about, um, in my Facebook group uh, this last Sunday, I did a thing about preparing your tiny house for winter. And even if you're not a tiny house, you know, you still, and if you're, you know, managing your own property, you, there are a lot of things that you could take from that. So we'll talk about that next week in our tiny house weather, um, because when you're in a tiny house, weather's more important to you. That's just, exactly you're right. You're living outside and inside. You're not in a subdivision, probably. You know, you need to make sure certain things are ready to go, and I think it's still applicable as we get into the mid middle of October. Right, I agree with that. So be looking. And I promise next week I won't bring my notification bings no, in the background because Barry's I'm, about to shoot me with I'm it. About ready to <laughs> take the shotgun. I'm to sorry, the... <laughs> I don't know how to quickly turn them off. 
Well, uh, thanks for listening today. I uh, again, I love doing this. I love doing it with Beth because it's just uh, it's just another way to a spend uh, time together. Oh, Not right. that we haven't been doing that with, with COVID, but um, it's just an interesting way to spend time together and a lot of fun to do for you. Um, so next week we talk about the um, winter weather, the winter probably. weather coming, uh, prepping it, yourself, getting ready for that. Cold temperatures, uh, pipes, oh, um, I insulation. Do, I do want to say that I'm putting together a workshop. Um, I'm I'm looking to launch that on my birthday, actually, October 24. Right. Um, it's going to be in a Facebook group or, or in a Facebook thing. So if you're interested in the workshop, I don't have any details with me right now. Just send Barry an email. You don't need to give him that email address again. <laughs> and um, then I'll get you the information you need. Um, I'm just doing a beta workshop. It's just going to be limited to a few people because I want to make sure I'm going to guarantee you that on my workshop that you can... Get the information you need to find out where within your city you can do this. I'm going to teach you all about how to do that. It can be complicated. Um, and then I'll make myself available if you have further questions after you've taken the workshop. So I want people to, the point of the workshop is to get people that really want to do it and want to do the work because it's hard. And I will help support you to get through to find out what you need to find out where and if you can build and go tiny. You can right. either do a shed or... Or you can do a tiny house on wheels. And we've tried to make sure we, even though we live in a shed home, we didn't feel like a tiny home. We couldn't live in a tiny home on wheels in our county. No. They're, they've outlawed, if you will, single wide mobile homes, which is, or NRV living, which is what they classify those as. But we could live in a code built shed home. Right. So that's what we did. Anyway, enough about that. Sorry. So anyway. I, I digressed. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us, of course, on, uh, on Anchor, on iCloud uh podcasts uh you can find us on google plays uh, about seven other different uh podcast platforms now so surely uh hopefully you're already listening to one of those uh platforms uh you can also find us on radiotinyhouse.com um and you can find us on radio tiny house on facebook and then on um you want it on your website BethWSmith.com? Nah. Okay, no. You, you're enough places. You, you can't find us on BethWSmith.com. <laughs> Don't go to BethWSmith.com. <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> Can you tell that so, we're uh, having a little bit too much fun? Never. Never. So, uh, and there's not even any uh, bourbon in the coffee. No, So, exactly. um <laughs> But yeah. Bailey's come Christmas. We'll do a Bailey's, Bailey's show. <laughs> yes, we may do a, a Bailey's and, and peppermint coffee show or that'd something be, like that'd that. That'd be so much fun. That would be fun. So we hope you guys have a great day, um, and we hope that you're uh, you're getting informed and um, enjoying or getting ready to enjoy your tiny hell, tiny home, <laughs> or a tiny house or shed home life. So this is Barry Smith, Beth Smith too, and we will see you next week. 